Hello, listeners. Welcome to PR Hangover. I'm Emma Nelson, and you're listening to a public relations podcast brought to you by Grand Valley State University's PRSSA chapter. Grab a cup of coffee, relax, and get ready to talk all things PR. Welcome to PR Hangover. Hello, listeners. Today, our guest is Miss Ella. I'm so excited to have her on our podcast today. Ella, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. Of course. If you want to just start off and give a little introduction about yourself for our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I am 21. I am graduating from Grand Valley State University in December of 2020. I have an advertising and public relations degree and I have a minor in writing. I guess with my electives, I chose to do like all the artsy classes, like as many art classes as I could have. So I have like an emphasis in my electives and the arts, if you want to say that. But yeah. Now, if you want to get in a little bit to your position, what you do, your tasks and any qualities that you find valuable for it. Actually, I'm a second year um, on GB PRSSA eBoard. My first position, I was the VP of programming and loved that. Shout out to Sam Starter for killing it this year. Atta girl. Um, and then this year I'm the VP of public relations. So with that, I do a lot of, well, obviously public relations. But more so, I work on the website. I make sure that's all pretty tuned out. Make sure everything is updated. All the content is there that we need. And then mainly, I do a lot. Um, I facilitate all of the blogging for GVPRSSA. So any of the blogs that you see go out, um, they are all run through me first. I normally try to pick the pretty good interesting topics, but a lot of the times too, like our bloggers decide to pick their own topics as well. It's, it's, it's a lot of, it's not as communication as um, I was used to with my previous position. It's a lot of, there's, the communication comes within, um, between the bloggers. So like me and the bloggers, like talking about their topics, seeing what can be fixed, what can be added to make it like the honestly the most lucrative and best blog you can get out there we have a lot of conversations about that um and then also you just have to be pretty organized like you really have to um be organized with your scheduling and how you go about your position because um a lot of things a lot of things are on timing so uh you have to be really adamant about getting um the blog scheduled uh drafted done and put up on the website But also, too, I'm responsible for, um, like I said, the PR of GVSU. So, like, when PRSS or GVPRSSA, not GVSU. um, No, but for this, uh, whenever GVPRSSA gets an award or grand PR, it is my job to write the press release and make sure that gets sent out so that our name is circulating through the community and that the surrounding community knows that we are a successful chapter. So, yeah. What would you say the most rewarding part of your position is? Honestly, the most rewarding part for me is like, I really, I really love hearing our members' opinions on things. I love hearing their ideas. I love hearing their, um, like their viewpoints and their perspectives on like some common, like some pretty common PR topics. Because a lot of the times you can read a lot about like current PR trends, what's going on, but to hear it from someone who is your age, who is kind of in the same community, um, 
who can be able to give you like that more localized perspective on some things it's actually pretty cool because then you get to learn a lot about the members as well and their values beliefs perspectives stuff like that so I feel like I'm a little bit more in touch with our members um, after they give me a blog because I'm like, oh, I know a little bit more about you now and this is kind of what you think. So I love that part of it. I love feeling connected for sure. Right. And especially because PR is a all about those connections. And so being able to do that with our own members, I think is super important. For sure. For sure. Yeah. What would you say your favorite PRSSA memory is? Oh, hands down, PRSSAIC in 2019. We went to um, San Diego, which was, I think it was October 26th to the 28th. Don't quote me on it, but it was uh, it was a weekend in October, and it was amazing. We got to meet so many, so many ad PR professionals. It was unbelievable. Like Vincente Fox, the former president of Mexico, was a speaker. Um, we had an entire military panel. So like we had generals, we had colonels, we had people from really high up in the military in the ad PR industry for them. And we just, we had some really, really big names. Like I met the CEO of communications for Coca-Cola. Like I, we had breakfast with them. Yeah. It was called like breakfast, uh, breakfast with champions. And so we got to just sit down and intermingle with literal PR and ad PR giants so it was it was crazy because you were just like popped into this little world and you're like oh my goodness like everybody from under the sun is here and I just get to sit here and listen to you talk and then have the potential to literally have breakfast with you that's amazing you know yes I love how I asked the question and you knew right away what your favorite was I love that (laughs) just to close what is your advice for ad and PR students here at Grand Valley my advice, um, honestly, and it's and it's probably going to be cliche, but I can tell you, I would not be where I am right now in my ad PR uh, career without being involved in PRSSA or ad club. If you're not involved in any of the extracurriculars and you're solely going to class, you're really hindering yourself to be able to network. And I don't even want to say network because that's like a really big buzzword, but you're honestly, you're hindering yourself to meeting new people, really. And if you're only sitting in the class with people you're used to seeing every day, you don't get the options and the opportunities to go meet people who are in different majors because we have a lot of different majors in PRSSA and we do a lot of functions with people who aren't PR majors. So even within our functions for PRSSA too, we have people from all over the place. Like even with just our new new program, PRSSA Reimagined, we had people from like different states on there too and there's like a networking opportunity so like if I weren't involved in PRSSA or ad PR I would have not had any of those doors open for me so 100% get involved because yes class will cut it but you definitely will not get the full experience as you would if you were to be involved in as many extracurriculars specific to ad PR as possible and also my last tip too: get close to your advisor get very very close to your advisor 100% because they are the ones who can give you a little bit of guidance through these difficult times and they're also the ones who will root for you at the end of the day. If you really build that relationship, they are the ones who are rooting for you and will make sure that you do well. As long as it's like it's a give and take relationship, you really got to give to take. So definitely nurture those. Ella, thank you so much for joining us. I loved having you on here. I learned a lot. I'm sure our listeners did as well. So thank you. And thank you so much for having me. I love being on here.
Hello listeners, welcome back to PR Hangover. Today our guest is Miss Megan Benelli. Megan, welcome to PR Hangover. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to chat with you. So if you want to just give us an introduction of yourself and describe what you do, where you work, all that jazz and fun stuff. Yeah. Um, I am a Grand Valley alum, and I am currently an account supervisor at Franco, which is the longest running integrated PR firm in the city of Detroit. So it's a really great place to work. And uh, it's been a journey from Grand Valley to there, but a really exciting one. Oh, that sounds so fun and so fancy. I love being a student. It's fun to hear like the real jobs in PR, you know, like it's real, it's there. So I love that. How did you get into PR? Were you inspired by something or did you fall into it on mistake? Kind of give us that story. Yeah. Um, so I'm a self-professed theater nerd. And when I was a senior in high school, my theater director just appointed me as PR chair. So I was in charge of PR for our musical production. I coordinated signage and a large banner in my town's downtown. Um, I reached out to our local paper to ask if they'd feature the musical, which they did, which was my first media placement, which was very exciting. Um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do once I started my college journey. So I actually went to uh, Oakland Community College because I'm from the east side of the state. Um, And I got my liberal arts associates just to kind of go through all my gen eds and do some self-discovery. But I sort of rediscovered my love for communications there, which led me to pursue my Bachelor of Science in PR and advertising with the emphasis in PR at Graham Valley. So it's funny that it started when I was so young and through the arts, but I think it really uh, laid the foundation for interest in PR in a lot of different industries uh, as I grew up. But did you go to Grand Valley with the like knowing you were going into PR, like with that program? I did go into Grand Valley knowing that that would be my program because I had done the two years at community college. And so transferring from my junior, senior at uh, university, I just wanted to be really clear and goal oriented. And once I kind of, you know, evaluated my love for communications, uh, you know, somewhere in my alligator brain was like, PR, remember that? We did that a few years ago. And so I kind of looked into the industry a little bit and I met with Um, a career counselor at Grand Valley because they actually have a really wonderful like introductory program and um, facilitation for transfer students. I felt really welcomed into Allendale in the Grand Rapids area. Um, You know, it was my first grand adventure over to the west side and I just felt the love and I felt like that program was meant for me and I'm really, really glad that I did it because I learned so much and I had so many fantastic peers that all went into different areas of PR, which has taught me a lot. And, you know, I would still consider um, Adrienne Wallace like a mentor of mine. I just adore her and she's so smart, savvy and excellent. And Tim Penning is still a resource to me at, you know, at this stage of my life. Like I really built invaluable relationships and I don't think I would have gotten that at another school. Obviously, you did learn a lot from Grand Valley, but were there things that in your first year or first couple years were you like, I don't know, like doing it wrong or what were those like hard learning moments for you where they were like, actually, like this is what you need to do. How was that transition from like college into real professional life? 
Yeah, um, that's a great question. I think um, the biggest lesson I learned early on, and I'm still learning this lesson, is what's the next step? What's the big picture? Yeah, I can write a release and I can distribute it and maybe get a couple great placements, but where? What does that? What's the larger strategy and how does that tactic plug into it? Um, if something goes right or goes wrong, why did it go right or wrong? How can I learn from that? How can I adapt? Like incorporating reflection, which is a big part of Franco's culture, is like reflecting on why we're doing what we're doing and how we can improve on a consistent basis. So just always thinking about that next step and that big picture is something that I don't think I thought about early on. I was just like, I did it, crossing it off my list. It's done. Great. I did a lot today. I was productive. But just making sure that it's really strategic was a lesson I feel like I learned early on post-graduation. So obviously, you've been in our position, me, the listeners, being a student and just, you know, trying to get those jobs and those internships. What advice do you have for applying, for looking for, anything like that? I would say... In terms of applying for jobs and internships, have an open mind. Express that you're an eager, um, excited team player. Um, I I really value an eagerness to learn and um, grow when I'm hiring interns because I oversee Franco's internship program. Like having an open mind and being willing to learn is is really important to me. Um, In terms of what I would recommend when you're going into an interview is always coming prepared with three little nuggets of things you admire about the company. And, you know, that takes some sleuthing right on their social channels or their website. But whether it's like, I saw you won such and such award. And I think that that's such a testament to what a great culture you have. And I really value the type of culture you're creating, you know, really important things that show that you did your research and that you would be a good fit. I think having three little nuggets is uh, super helpful and also having three thoughtful questions. I always end an interview with, do you have any questions for me? And when someone says no, I'm bummed. Like, I want you to ask me a question, even if it's, you know, what's your favorite part of your job? Or if you could explain your culture in one sentence, what would it be? Like things that show that you care and you want to be there and that, you know, you're willing to to learn a little bit more and pick a little bit at the person I think is really helpful. Um, pretty much, I think when you're going in an interview, you know, the employer wants to know how you will be a good fit for them. So if you just keep bringing them back around to how your skills and your previous experiences will benefit them and allow you to do a good job there, um, is really important. If you're just like, well, I did this and I did that and I had some good results there, that's great. But pulling it together into that big picture of these things matter because I know I am the best applicant for you and this job is kind of that tie-in that I think is really crucial. But um, yeah, apply for everything and be open-minded because I think that even if you have an interview and it doesn't work out, it's good practice, right? So think being open-minded is really important as well oh wow I feel empowered to go for an interview right now I feel like I could kill it with that (laughs) advice (laughs) is there anything that you wish you would have done differently or taking like did you have that own advice to follow when you were applying for internships or is it is that something you had to learn the hard way I think a little bit of a blend I think excellent mentors like Adrienne prepared me to a certain extent but I mean 
practice makes perfect. And so learning the hard way is, is rewarding and fulfilling as well. Um, because now I get to, to share those insights with you and hopefully you'll be more prepared too. Um, personally, as a student, I wish I had done more job shadowing so that I could kind of taste test and learn a little bit more about different industries and a bit more about corporate and nonprofit comms in particular. I kind of had my heart set on agency, so I put a lot of my energy into agency, which worked out because obviously I've had an agency. But I wish I would have, you know, taken that next step to make those cold calls or those LinkedIn messages to say, hey, can I pick your brain or can I come like shadow you for a couple hours at your place of business. I just would love to learn. Um, I always encourage students to do that. And if and a, if a student, if a Laker ever reaches out to me, I'm always willing to chat or meet them for lunch in a non-COVID world <laughs> or uh, connect in some way. So I think job shadowing and connecting with professionals, especially alum, is is important. Be brave, be bold, be vulnerable. Hey, I'm a Laker. I know you're an alum. I respect what you're doing because of this, this, and this. Would you have an opportunity or do you have, you know, an hour of your time that you could spare? Um, I'd love to pick your brain. I think that that is just the perfect way to get a gleam into someone else's day-to-day. So obviously you gave us some insight into what it was like being a student and advice for us. How about your daily life at Franco, um, both pre-COVID and post-COVID? So pre-COVID, I would go into the office early, kind of do all my checks, my email, our Sprout Social, which is like our social listening tool. Um, And then I kind of dive into some writing because I found through practice that I'm a better, more creative writer first thing in the morning. Um, if I put it off to the end of the day, I'm going to keep putting it off. <laughs> so um, after I kind of do my checks and establish what my day was, I do a lot of writing. I would go to lunch either in the Renaissance Center where we work or somewhere around Detroit because I like that midday break. And then I would write some more, go to meetings, um, do, take client calls, those sorts of things. And I'd leave late. I would go to my yoga studio um, for a class. I'd have dinner and I'd go to bed. Um, but now that we're working remote in this age of COVID, I wake up and I go for a walk, um, just to like clear my mind in the morning. And then I write down my three morning gratitudes of, you know, what, just to kind of like set the table, you know, for the day. Uh, then I do my checks of email and sprout and social, Um, I write out my priorities for the day. Then I kind of get into my writing. I take a little bit of a lunch break. I get back into some of those, um, tactical things of social media content writing, um, media relations, distributing releases, that sort of thing, meetings, calls. And then when I sign off, um, I do yoga in my basement via Zoom (laughs) with my yoga studio that I haven't been to since March. Um, Then I might do another walk and then I have dinner and I watch some TV and I go to bed. Like basically I get a little bit more time back for reflection, for prioritizing and for creativity. Um, You know, in every challenge, there's an opportunity. There are a lot of challenges that come with uh, work right now in terms of completely repositioning different clients' um, integrated communication programs because maybe they were completely brick and mortar and now we're transitioning them to e-commerce and digital and online. But the opportunity is to reach a different audience or to do some more self-discovery. And um, definitely learned a lot over the past 
I don't even know how many months now, six-ish. <laughs> you mentioned kind of with your gratitude and trying to find that reflection time and things, but what are the things that you think are keeping you sane working at home and living at home? Like what, as students are transitioning into online classes and all of that, what are your key points into how to keep yourself sane and not procrastinate and just work hard? Staying sane, I kind of want to go back to that point of reflection. Like think about your why. Why are you pursuing this career? Why are you passionate about the things that you are? And just um, get to know yourself a little bit and stay sane in knowing that you are pursuing something that you are so excited about and committed to and um, being a lifelong learner. Um, I think staying sane is all about, you know, realizing what's working in your life and what's not working. And that could be anything from a relationship to when you're doing your writing to what time you're going to bed. I just think that that um, reflection and uh, analyzing of your daily schedule can can be really powerful so that you can design the life that you want, even though things are totally bizarre right now. <laughs> How have you seen the PR field change positively due to the pandemic and also the challenges that it has caused, obviously? I think that the PR field has changed positively and that, you know, you can evaluate why you do what you do, what's working, what can be improved and have some self-reflection. Um, some challenges COVID has caused is, you know, rather than being in person, everything's virtual. That means shifting how you communicate with your coworkers, with your clients, um, with your peers, with your boards, I mean, with everything. And, uh, you know, rather than in-person events, you have to shift to virtual events. Rather than workshops, you might have to do some webinars. You know, everything is pivoting, but where there are challenges, there are opportunities. So um, just because nothing really looks the same doesn't mean it, that it's impossible. You know, we're, we're, I'm big on that word pivoting right now, just to, you can take what you had and make it into something different and maybe even better. Um, so being flexible is important right now. <laughs> oh my goodness. You are just, everything you say, I'm like, that is a great quote. I need to write that down. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, that's good. Perfect. Thank you so much. You shared so much good information, so many stories, and just overall good advice for us students who are starting out in our new COVID lifestyle and figuring it out. So thank you. And if I could ask anything of the listeners, you know, be sure to sign up for our newsletter at franco.com so you can keep up with our latest news and client projects and stay in touch and feel free to reach out to me if uh, you want to talk as well. You can hit me up on LinkedIn uh, and uh, we can go from there. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Tune in every other Wednesday for a new episode of PR Hangover. Follow us on Twitter at GV underscore PRSSA and visit GVPRSSA.com to get insights on this week's episode.